Hello, and happy Nintendo month, everybody. You're listening to another episode of the Supermercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music, sometimes the very happiest, the very most relaxing. Oh, this is going to be such a good time. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Yeah, this is a really exciting time of the year for us. Ever since um, November of... I want to say 2013 2012. or 2012. Wow, yeah. I think it was 2012, yeah. We have been doing this and sort of celebrating four four straight weeks of um, Nintendo-related topics, and this has been a sort of fun, long-running tradition on our show. It started with the launch of the Wii U. We did it to sort of celebrate that, but it's crazy to think, you know, how long ago that was now, and that we're still yeah. doing this, but, you know, Nintendo, <laughs> they, they're kind of like the Pixar of video games, which is that, like, you just know that they're going to bring it every time. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, this is going to be an outstanding month of music. I mean, maybe the strongest tradition for Nintendo is is the music, if you had to pick just one. Uh, and we have some great music to start off uh, this month with Animal Crossing New Horizons. And a lot of you knew this was coming. For whatever reason, we didn't spotlight on this last year, so we definitely have to do it this year. This game came out in March of 2020, uh, which coincided perfectly with so many people being forced to stay in their homes. And so this game was so popular and beloved. Joe plays it all the time. I'm very familiar with a lot of this music. It's very happy, very relaxing. Yeah, and what's been so incredible about the Switch era is how many of Nintendo's staple franchises have been reinvented or reinvigorated by, I think, just the larger consumer base. New Horizons, among people who love Animal Crossing, is considered, you know, maybe the best in the series. But I also think one of the things that was so exciting about it is that, you know, this game was so popular at the moment it came out, and there was this sort of collective feeling. It was something that brought people from around the world together, similar to something Mm -hmm. like Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and I think a little bit recently with Metroid Dread, where it's like because there are so many people who have switches a lot of nintendo franchises which may have been i don't want to say neglected in the past but not necessarily as huge as mario and zelda they're getting a little more attention because the switch is so popular and because it really feels like nintendo is kind of firing on a whole new level these days so, Will, you mentioned Zelda, and we have to talk about the composers because the lead composer on this game is Yasuaki Iwata. Yes. And in my opinion, there's some moments where Iwata has some leftover energy from Breath of the Wild, uh, especially whenever he uses trombone in the score. <laughs> some great, some great stuff. We also have, we have to mention, Yumi Takahashi, Shinobu Nagata, which is a classic Nintendo composer, Sayako Doi, as well as Masato Ohashi. Yeah, this is going to be really exciting. And I believe Shinobu Nagata has worked on at least one other Animal Crossing game in the past. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm pretty sure. So what you're hearing, what you just heard, was a really perfect plan. It's the prologue theme. And anyone who's played this game is very familiar. Maybe you're sick of it. Uh, because before the hourly music kicks in, and it actually takes a surprisingly long time for that to happen, this is the only thing you hear when you're playing the game. And there's different versions, uh, like different types of chords and elements 
keep coming. So this is Prologue 6 that we just played in with. Uh, we're, we're playing almost all the sunny weather versions of the tracks because uh, they're just the normal, you know, the good versions. Like there's like a rainy version of each theme and it's just a lot more minimal and boring. So we're doing the sunny stuff today. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple of small gripes that I have with the soundtrack and I'll save that for a little bit later. But overall, it's really charming music. I think it's going to put a smile on all of our face today. What do you say, Will? Should we dive in? I can't wait. Let's start off with the main theme. The title screen, it is such a strong piece of music. It is the heart of the score. It's Welcome Horizons. Here we go. You guys just listened to the main theme from Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, it's just so charming. This is like the Nintendo version of Sesame Street. I feel like this oh, kind absolutely. of arrangement and music. It's child friendly. It's so sunny and happy. Uh, no pun intended. Almost all the tracks you know, on our playlist here end with parentheses sunny weather. Uh, this is the heart of the score. Uh, little kernels. Uh, the way that the score works is almost every single piece of music, I'd say 90% of the tracks in this game, feature a very similar melodic kernel, and it's kind of about how you can take that and tweak it um, in, in interesting ways. There, there's some other music, too, that have, have their own melodies, but what a strong main theme. Yeah, it's it's really excellent. It's a delightful arrangement. It's uh, it's so clear to me that this is composed in the idiom of Nintendo music that goes back yeah. to, you know, the early composers like Hirokazu Tanaka, Akito Nakatsuka, um, mm-hmm. Koji Kondo, the list goes on. It, there's an innocence to it, and it feels like music for a toy, like in, in the best way possible. Like it makes you feel like a kid when you hear Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, the, there's something so charming about the musical fabric that Kazumi Tataka established in the original right. uh, title. And actually, the origins of Animal Crossing predate what people in the West think of as Animal Crossing on the GameCube because there was a going to be a 64 only, game. Yeah, a Japan only um, N64 kind of title that had a lot of the characters and elements of Animal Crossing. So really there's there's quite a lot of 
um, history of sort of the foundation of how these games are scored and that concept that you just touched on, Carl, of having one or a small handful of melodic kernels that get reinterpreted mm-hmm. and reinterpolated throughout the rest of the score, that's very much always been a part of Animal Crossing. And the other thing, yeah. I mean, that's that's a very general um, concept that has been used in a lot of video games, but I think another huge core of the Animal Crossing sound, in addition to that sort of eclectic quirkiness, is the really minimal... Uh, often this music is very sparse and leaves room it's for so space minimal. and quietness. It's very true. We're going to hear plenty of examples of that today, so let's move on to the first hourly theme of the day. And oddly enough, we're starting off at 1 a.m. This is 1 a.m. sunny weather from New Horizons. Enjoy. You guys are listening to the very chill 1 a.m. sunny weather from Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, lead composer is Iwata, and I have a feeling some of my favorite music in the score was probably composed by Iwata-san. Will was mentioning the production, and we have to really sing the praises of that. The production on the soundtrack is outstanding, and it sounds better than any other Animal Crossing music has like by leaps and bounds uh the real performance the really high quality virtual instruments the synths the combination of all of that it sounds and feels really pleasing it's just so delightful because to me this is doing a perfect job of acknowledging in a very loving way some of the styles and traditions of this series Uh, Yet it's also, I think, kind of surpassing some of those elements of the series. To me, this music is almost more accessible, more universal than some previous Animal Crossing music. And it rides that fine line where I feel like it's tapping into some of the same influences of Kazumi Tataka and others, yet it's kind of going almost more authentic pastiche in this sort mm. of 70s funk fusion television music Yeah, there's sound. actually a handful of tracks that have this really kind of funky sound, which was a nice, you know, surprise for me while just watching Joe play this game and hearing it. Um, yeah, overall, I'm, I'm really a big fan of the sound palette that they established. There's a lot of presets and like, 
classic synths and sounds that they go back to time and time again well, that you really get familiar with in the and score. You were speaking about Yasuaki Iwata, who I think both of us would agree um, composed some of our favorite music in Breath of the Wild. And there, there was a quality to that main theme that really reminded me of some of the village themes from Breath of the Wild. It gave instrumentationally, uh, but also just harmonically, some of the the chord progressions, the sparseness, the mixture between sort of cute innocence and then genuine kind of melancholic beauty which is uh, that's honestly how you can kind of describe the nintendo sound that's like the koji kondo mario zelda thing where there's there's something innocent and cute and accessible about it yet there's something kind of deep and sincere emotionally beneath all of that Let's move on to something with a bit more energy. We're now waking up. It's the morning time. It's 10 a.m. Just a little disclaimer. We're not playing every piece of music. It's a very big soundtrack. 10 a.m. Here we go. guys listening to 10 a.m. and you're definitely getting a sense of the sound palette if you're not familiar with the score it's just really delightful you have just a, a little bit of real instruments mixed in here and there you have some really fun and silly synth sounds you have really convincing rhythm section uh, virtual instrument it's just a really nice mix uh, this is good background music you know uh, this track uses a little bit of the main theme almost every hourly piece features some little snippet of the main theme um yeah it's it's really well done music one thing that is interesting is like you have to judge a piece um like this a little critically because you're listening to this for an hour straight you know if you're playing this game you're going to hear it the entire time you're playing from this hour 10 to 11 a.m and so one thing that is kind of a lot of pressure for these composers is these hourly tracks they have to be really strong and the most important thing is you shouldn't get sick of it Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of one of the elephant in the room sort of comments and questions for any piece of a loopable video game music in this sort of old school tradition. Uh, and that's one of the, the challenges, you know, um, it's been, I, I've kind of heard Koji Kondo talk about it in this one interview about how, uh, he takes that very seriously, the music not becoming tiresome and annoying. Right. So whenever he 
comes up with a new melody, he sort of tries to test it out on himself and he'll just sing it to himself constantly in the shower, you know, uh, listen to it again and again, listen to recordings back. And if he gets sick of it, then he knows it's not, that's the Koji test. And also if he can't remember it the next day or whatever, then it's like, he also doesn't think it's that scares me in our, in our age of voice memos. I mean, it's like that work is shows and is important because like you said, Carl, it's like, yeah, a, a piece of music that is going to be looping for an hour. I mean, that's it, almost any piece and, of and music what I'll could say get is, tiresome after that. The stuff that made this playlist today succeeded with Flying Colors on on that really difficult assignment of you're not going to get sick of these particular tunes. You could listen to them for an hour. I will say that there are some hourly tracks that they they didn't quite <laughs> meet that goal, in my opinion. All right, let's move on to Resident Services Upgraded. Here we go. It's classic Animal Crossing. So delightful. This is Resident Services Upgraded. I think it's a melody that first was established in a much more minimal way. And then when you upgrade the Resident Services building, I believe this is the version that you hear. Uh, a, a nice piece of original music that is on its own. Um, and I'm excited to get to some of those tracks today. You know, the tracks that don't evoke that that same kernel that, that sometimes you can maybe get a little sick of, I will say. Uh, so there's a lot of good variety on this playlist. It's not just hourly music, fear not. Uh, the hourly music is outstanding in this game overall but yeah it's nice to have something like this that that changes it up will what are your thoughts on this resident services theme i think it's outstanding i mean i think this is really legit writing uh so tataka-esque oh man but you know the other thing that's interesting is it is tataka-esque it also you know reminds me of tomoya tamida uh, like synth whirly sound is the, so gamecube the thing that's so cool about it though is so far all the music we've played is it's much more interesting and fleshed out, honestly, than most Animal yeah. Crossing music. Most Animal Crossing music is, true. is so sparse and minimal. The ideas are there's good, plenty but of that stuff. Really in the score. quiet, yeah. but I'm I mean honestly, I, I'm very familiar with the soundtracks of all the games, and I do love the yeah. scores. But 
I don't think they're, I mean, we've only played five tracks before, but they, they're all full <laughs> bustling arrangements. Like, I don't think you could find five pieces of music like that in I every know. Animal Crossing yeah, score. Yeah, it's a good point. I will have to say that the highs of this score and like the tracks that have a, you know, an especially engaging instrumental arrangement and, you know, really interesting riffs and melodies. I mean, those highs are maybe some of the series highs. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it. I'm just so impressed with this music. And really, I I haven't played the game and I've held off exploring the soundtrack too much because I knew we would do this episode for Nintendo Month someday. So I've yeah. been really looking forward to well, this. Well, this is and a fun So far, a I gotta say, you, this is exactly what... This is kind of the Animal Crossing soundtrack of my dreams. Like, it, it's, it just sounds fantastic. Well, it's also a perfect... Don't you think... It's just what we need for November of 2021. This is like, when you think of Nintendo, this is just perfect. Okay, let's play Noon Sunny Weather, which is very relaxing. I'm just going to close my eyes and imagine myself on a tropical island. Here's Noon. guys listening to noon which i think is a masterful piece of music it's the most minimal of the day so far but there's so many little nuggets of gold in here and you're not going to get sick of this one i think this is this is a just a master course in how to make really minimal but pleasing background music that is going to be played for hours and hours it's not showing off like you really have to wait and listen for the melodies and for the little they're very small melodic moments and sometimes there might be four measures of just guitar chords in between them but they really pay off and it just makes you smile well and again relative to the series this isn't minimal at all like this is for an animal crossing track this is incredibly bustling (laughs) i mean you have all these different instruments and colors and you have consistent rhythmic backing shaker like that's not super common for animal crossing yeah Uh, yet it fits the aesthetic and the the lineage of the series perfectly so i'm i'm very impressed with how they've done that because it doesn't seem like it's a totally different direction and it still captures that sort of laid back sparse feeling but i think it just makes the music a little bit more of an active part of the experience which is fantastic i mean i think that's such a great choice also it's like it's maybe minimal in the sense that it's clearly written to be background music yet there's some really interesting chords here there's beautiful melodies very interesting interesting lines and kind of harmonically it it rides that great 
sort of fusiony, ambiguous quality, you know, where you're hearing these two major seventh chords. And at first you sort of hear the chord you're on is the one. And then it's like, does it go to the five major seven or is that actually the tonic? And then you get some slash chords in there that sort of make everything more ambiguous. And it's very tasteful. Yeah. And I love that kind of harmony for a looping piece of video game music, because I think it kind of helps you to stay in one general zone yeah, emotionally without going You know, like, I was too talking far. last night to Joe and she brought up a good point. You know, for a game that's themed, uh, you know, this tropical island theme, they actually didn't go for the cliche island sound very much actually on this score. I mean, a good I, point. look at the track list here. O- only one that I can actually think of right now on this playlist has steel drums. Uh, it's possible it comes up more than once. But yeah, even if you're just talking about that particular musical cliche, yeah, they kind of did some interesting things. Uh, let's move on to the next hourly piece we're going to play, 4 o'clock p.m. You guys listening to 4 p.m., which might be the most heard piece of hourly music for me uh, over the past couple years. Uh, Apparently, Joe plays this game a lot on the 4 o'clock hour. (laughs) It makes sense. It makes sense. It's a great track. I love the snare, the dry snare tone. Uh, Yeah, it's just a a classic New Horizons track. It has a lot of the same synth patches that you hear a lot. Just really laid back, kind of funky rhythm section. It's just, it's really good. It's solid. Well, yeah, this is kind of like the stoner's hour. So I feel like it's perfect that this is this sort of like funky laid back yes. track. I love yeah, that it's synth know, heavy the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like this this retro kind of quasi analog sounding synth, but with this very blues yeah. scale-esque riff. There's just something so perfect about it. It's very it. playful. Yeah. You know, Will, I wanted to mention one of my very small gripes is that in my opinion, I don't think these composers specifically sat down and were like, hmm, seven o'clock what does that make me think of and then wrote it to me when you listen and again we're playing great stuff today but when you listen to all 24 of them it seems to me like the composers just made a huge batch of music and then someone just picked and choose eh, i'll put this at six i'll put this at two because there are plenty of them that are that are kind of head scratching to me or like I really this is like 9 p.m it doesn't feel that way at all so i'm sure that at least mix. some of them had to have been shuffled around sort of last minute yeah, uh, makes sense. And maybe it has more 
more to do because the other thing that I wonder is maybe it has more to do with the flow and the contrast from one to another than the specific. Hour. I know there's a lot of things to consider. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's move on to one of my very favorite pieces in the score. It's it's maybe my second favorite piece. Um, I kind of wish that you heard this more. It's possible people that play online hear it a lot. I believe it's the theme, if I'm not mistaken, when you visit someone else's island. So, so if you don't play online, it doesn't happen as much. Um, it's, it's welcome to a tour island, uh, sunny weather. And I, I made a mix here. So later on in the track, once we fade it down, you'll hear the night version. But let's take a listen to welcome to a tour island. You guys are listening to Welcome to a Tour Island, a phenomenal piece of music. It's just classic Nintendo, classic tropical beach. This is the, it has those maybe cliches, sure, whatever you want to call them, but it it just hits the spot. It's just what the doctor ordered. Like I said, some of you probably hear this a lot if you're going to other people's islands and stuff online. Uh, It is such a good piece of music and it's just, ooh, it's relaxing. This is like the most Kazumi Tataka stuff. It's so great. This sort of old school Latin jazz. It's just so glorious yeah. and such an influence to a lot of Nintendo composers. But hearing it fleshed out in this authentic pastiche way is just really delightful and so perfect for this series and perfect for this game what a joy and what an absolute delight i mean when i hear this it just makes me so envious of these composers like i would give anything to work work at nintendo and to get to write music like this it's so imaginative game that people i mean yeah this is like the I don't know. To me, this is like the coolest job you could have as a composer Mm -hmm. would be writing something like this for a Nintendo game. I can't think of anything better, honestly. (laughs) Okay, so we wanted to play some music from the score that was from specific, like, I guess, events um, or just one-off things. Uh, This is, I believe, one of them. It's called Fishing Tourney with CJ and also Bug Off with flick apparently this theme is used for both of those i'm not familiar with the context i don't know if i've seen joe do this uh but it's a really cool piece of music some really nice brass on this one will i think you're gonna get a kick out of it let's check it out (laughs) 
You guys are listening to Fishing Tourney with CJ. Uh, it's also Bug Off with Flick. It's such a cool track, this really kind of New Orleans slash gospel church kind of soul funk sound. Um, it's just so good. It's it's a nice surprise uh, for this particular genre send-up, but it's so Japanese-y too, and it really does fit at home in the score as well. It's just, just a really good change of pace. Yeah, that, it's such an interesting idea. That's sort of like very much, yeah, uh, like you said, soul kind of gospel harmony type of gestures, harmonically and rhythmically. A little bit of New Orleans brass band. Yeah, style too. it's set in this sort of brass ensemble sound with the roads. Again, that there's something about that very pure, dry, simple road sound that very much links me to animation children's entertainment sesame street it has that kind of you know pure innocent quality to it which is something that unifies it with the rest of the score yet if you were to take away Mm -hmm. those kind of roads elements this is just such a daring and bold wonderful piece of music that is kind of distinct from everything else that we've heard gosh well guys i couldn't be more excited to move on to this week's track of the week It's 5 o'clock p.m. You guys all know this track. I think it's one of the most popular, rightly so. I think it's the best piece of music. It's my happy place. When when Joe plays it at this hour and this track comes on, I just kind of have to stop what I'm doing and just sit down on the couch and, and just enjoy it. It's so funky, so feel good. It's 5 o'clock p.m.
you guys are listening to five o'clock and it's really ushering in a new generation of animal crossing music but in some ways nintendo music i mean like it's such a cool balance it feels at home in the series and it feels like classic nintendo but there's some surprising choices and just the groove on this and like the real playing and the pocket and the funk is just not something that I've, I've definitely never heard it in this series before, and I don't think I've ever heard it in any Nintendo game with this exact combination of influences. It's just, I think this is probably Iwata, but I really don't know who composed this. I absolutely adore this. It's such authentic writing. I mean, that that one of the things that surprises me the most about the score is just how legit it is and how yeah. expertly it was executed. I mean, I really don't have a single Great performance gripe on this or nitpick with any of the music we've played so far today. I mean, I, I'm i honestly stunned because I feel like based on what I've heard of this soundtrack is that people liked it, but I've also heard that it's not... I, I haven't heard anyone say that it's like among the best Animal Crossing soundtracks. Well, I think what's interesting about it is because it's so big and obviously when you play it and all that kind of stuff, I think there's definitely some music that isn't as special that maybe people hear a lot more um and some of these events i mean i don't think some of the events that we're going to get to later on joe's ever even done before so there's definitely some music that you know for her as an example she's been playing it for i don't know how many hours there's some music on our episode today she's she had never heard so it really kind of depends honestly to me like a track like this this is up there with like steam gardens and just this jaw-dropping execution of such a cool, it's unique a idea, but done really well. It's not just a good idea. It's like executed with this polish and finesse that it's just, yeah. I have to pinch myself that Nintendo games can sound like this now because I'm still in the mindset of you're going to get a bunch of general MIDI stuff, which if you play Metroid Dread, right. you are going to get. Not general MIDI, yeah. but... I mean, and with this track, like, if you didn't have the real performance and the real just groove and funk of that ensemble, it just would not be the same. Uh, so, all right, let's move on to the the next hourly track. We actually are going sequentially. 6 o'clock p.m. made our playlist. Let's take a listen. just so beautiful and relaxing this is six o'clock p.m i love this track i love how minimal it is and this is a case where five o'clock to six o'clock absolutely perfect choices like the the particular themes for those hours the contrast between them 
I just think works really, really well. Love this. Yeah, it's really excellent. I mean, I'm in love with this soundtrack. This is just like, it, it fills me with so much hope and joy. I love yeah. modern Nintendo. I think this is... It's such a cool time, dude, because like the technology has come a long way. Uh, recording possibilities have come a long way. So whether or not they can get a couple of players in a you know quick and easy way that they couldn't before the virtual instruments sound so much better than before it's a really exciting time yeah and i mean besides that these compositions are outstanding and it's such rich melodic and beautiful music that is like totally of the ilk and of the tradition um and it just makes me happy that you know who's ever Mm -hmm. responsible for hiring the younger generation of composers at nintendo i think has done a fantastic job because I mean, we've seen at this point multiple generations of composers and there are some people, you know, like Koji Kondo, uh, who are still there and you have people like, you know, Kenta Nagata or, um, you know, Kazumi Tataka is someone, but the new generation is, is outstanding as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. The amount of talent, um, I feel like I'm constantly hearing new names in Nintendo games that I've never heard of and being super impressed. So, yeah, I mean, Yasuaki Iwata is someone that we know (laughs) is fantastic, but, you know, we really have no idea. This could have been Mm -hmm. a more equal... There's no doubt that all these composers did a great job. There are aspects to the soundtrack that don't sound like anything I've ever heard from Nintendo. So I know that the influence of the younger generation is having an impact because I mean, just the breadth and the scope of you think of Mario Odyssey. I mean, it's like, it doesn't sound like what Mario sounded like before that. And I think a big part of that is the influence of a younger generation of composers, even if it's pieces of music that an older generation worked on. Like, I think that sort of changing of the guard mindset is happening probably throughout the company, uh, not just with music, but overall development and i think it's a really exciting time for fans of nintendo because a lot of these series are they've they they've had very recent bold successes i mean nintendo's just been pretty fortunate that all of their core ip that they've you know put these big swings out on the switch have been successes for them it's worked yeah, it's true. You know, the last thing uh, that I want to say that I liked about 6 p.m., in addition to having the callback to the melody of the main theme, obviously, which so much of the score has, I like the callback of bringing the accordions because we heard at the very end of the main theme these really nice and kind of atmospheric accordions come in, and it was cool to, to bring that back for 6 p.m. Uh, let's move on to Able Sisters. Welcome to the Able Sisters.
little bit of Wii Shop vibes on this one. This is Welcome to the Able Sisters. It's classic Nintendo. Classic Tataka-esque music. So playful and fun. This is one of the best. And the great mixture of those sort of really basic old school drum machine sounds right. with this mm-hmm. authentic kind of Latin jazz vibe elevator music. It's very Wii, Wii era. Yeah, I mean, it's so Nintendo that it really is a distinct sound that they have so embraced for themselves their love yeah. and reverence well, so for older forms of music you know broadway and old hollywood well, harmony it's really smart because it's so specific um and they do kind of own it in a weird way and also it's just so emotionally effective like it just it brings you into this specific safe emotion of like oh okay i want to like pick some clothes here or i want right. to like buy some items it's just so relaxing well, I think they've found a way to put sort of a fresh context and a fresh cone of paint over the aesthetic of honestly elevator in production music, but they've found their own way to kind of brand color and present it along with just, you know, there's so many exceptional melodies uh, in Nintendo games that I think it's allowed an entire new generation to appreciate a style and a flavor of music that honestly has been not in vogue and considered like the epitome of cliche for like five, six, seven decades almost. I mean, it's like people thought elevator music like this was cliche in the fifties. And it's like the fact that something like this could come out last year. And honestly, it's like when you talk to musicians, when you talk to like young modern musicians that are really talented, they almost all love Nintendo music and would listen to something like this and think it's really cool. So it's like, what a crazy, yet back in the 50s, this would have been considered like lame and cliche. Isn't that just funny how, I don't know. It's it's pretty funny. It's so wild. So we're going to move on to a nice little shop theme. Uh, This is a place that you can go and buy and sell stuff. It's Nook's Cranny. And what's cool is there is a version of this melody that plays when you're normally in the shop, but then this version, it's called Nook's Cranny Will Be Closing Doors in 10 Minutes. And it takes that melody and it plays it in this really tragic, romantic way, which is, when I first heard it, I was like, wow, that actually is, it just, it makes you appreciate the melody even more. So it's a cool little choice. Let's take a listen to Nook's Cranny Will Be Closing Doors in 10 Minutes. You guys listening to Nook's Cranny will be closing doors 
in 10 minutes. It's such a fun idea, uh, uh, you know, and, and I haven't heard this in game, but I imagine that when the store is 10 minutes away from the closing hour, which I don't know if that's 9 p.m. or whatever that is, apparently this version <laughs> plays over you want. If you're curious, listen to the regular version of it. Um, and yeah, this, this is just such a special, fun choice that they did, and it's really a musical highlight. Absolutely. Yeah, this is exceptional writing and again very well performed engineered and arranged i mean it's it's lovely music it is in that old-fashioned um heartfelt earnest uh tradition of all of the great nintendo composers yet it's this we're so blessed to be in this period in time when that caliber of music can be executed with a polish and mm. a recording and kind of audio sonic experience that's as subtle and nuanced as the compositions. And that's something it's that's still so new. I mean, it's like, I, I just can't get over it, honestly, that we're just so lucky to have soundtracks like, I mean, Paper Mario Origami King, um, you know, that are beautiful and well-composed and interesting, but have that kind of... Uh, polish and finesse in the execution that mm. is makes it feel relevant and of you know our time right now yeah absolutely man so we have one more hourly track on our playlist and after that we have a nice little block of event music which i'm very excited to move to this is 10 p.m sunny weather again from new horizons guys listening to 10 p.m it's a nice track um i think it's probably the least amazing hourly track on our playlist today uh it's a good piece there's actually one gripe i have is to me it really doesn't feel like 10 p.m like when i uh i hadn't really heard this uh in game before i went to check out the soundtrack a long time ago and when i got to this part in the soundtrack i must have had an expectation for more of like a party theme because you think 10 p.m that's like a peak party hour that's when people are you know they might be going out they might be at a bar or even if they're at home like it's it should be like a fun yeah, lively hour to Nintendo. me this didn't quite nintendo's telling that. you okay time to <laughs> wrap home it up play video games time to wrap it up it's a school night go to you bed, gotta go yeah. to bed that's hilarious i mean they're a yeah. family company 
<laughs> yeah, this track, I'm glad we played it because it's a little bit more of an embodiment of some of the tracks we're not playing, which um, are also effective, minimal, but maybe don't have as many like musical nuggets to grab onto. You know, it's interesting though. I, I can, I can understand that, but to me, it's still executed with so much polish. Like it is, this is it great is. writing. I mean, yes, it's less. Um, it's a little more goofy, maybe. It's less like tuneful and melodic than some of the other things that we've heard. But those are really right. interesting guitar chords, and it's all well performed. Mm-hmm. And I do like the eclectic blend of those very acoustic sounds with uh, that you know, very retro synth that's reminiscent of a square lead or almost, you know, an NES or super NES timbre. Yeah. I I really like that. And in addition to that, I think it's, it's well composed. Um, It's a good track for sure. Yeah. I'm glad we included it. I'm just so impressed with this score. Honestly, I'm some people might think maybe, I don't know that I'm being hyperbolic or (laughs) no, I I mean, some people are like, Oh, why were you so hard on Castlevania four? But you're so, nice on this but that's why it's like i don't it i don't have any agenda i'm not coming in with anything i think i have an open mind i really love this the playlist that we assemble today is absolutely outstanding it is so impressive and i totally understand your reactions i will say playing the game and and definitely maybe listening to the whole soundtrack both of those two experiences is a little bit more hit and miss i i will just say that um, but that's similar being said, to similar to a lot of things. I mean, that's yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah. Breath of the Wild in many ways, where it's like if you just listen to the soundtrack, there's so much to mm. love. But when you play right. the game, it's like some of the best stuff only happens once, or it's just like yeah, a, it doesn't feel like a big percentage of the game that has you know the the great and melodic elements. The thing that is so again, you have to mention is it really depends when you play, right? Because it's like. You make this little choice of, oh, I'm going to go grab my Switch and turn it on and play. Whatever hour that you're choosing, that's going to have a huge impact on at least the musical experience that you're going to have. So that's pretty interesting. All right. It is time to move on to three New Year's Eve events uh, pieces. And we all know how great uh, New Year's events music is in the Animal Crossing series. We've played some classic tunes before. This is New Year's event, One Hour Left. just so good honestly one of my favorites of the score it's new year's eve event one hour left and man where have they been hiding that sax 
This is such a special uh, little block of music here. Uh, a very jazzy block, as you might expect. It's just really well-composed music. And to me, it was it was music that particularly wowed me. I hadn't experienced this event in-game, so hearing this stuff was a surprise, and it was a welcome change. I mean, this is very Mario. I mean, this uses the classic Mario Nintendo progression that diatonic yeah. progression going up and then back down. Uh, we've talked about this mm -hmm. many times before on the podcast, but in this case, it's the sort of version where you have the voice. It feels like a winter seventh stage, chords up and down, doesn't it? Yeah, like a snow area. Very much. Um, and what I love about this is that the acoustic elements are so staccato and precise in a way yeah. that makes me think of the articulations of old early nes 8-bit music that kind of like we were talking about before i mean this saxophone what what's so brilliant about this is this could be a sample or it could be a live performer but the reason why you can't tell is because there's no vibrato all the articulation is tongued and very precise mm -hmm. and so it because it's composed intentionally with this sort of acoustic robotic quality um it it potentially is embracing what is great about, you know, virtual instrument composed music. It feels real to me, but yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely there's definitely that quality to it. Yeah, it's just a great track. And now what'll be fun to, to see, so the next track we're playing is New Year's Eve event, uh, or New Year's event, 30 minutes left. So let's see if we can hear any similar melodic nuggets that were repeated from that one, or if it's all just new stuff, let, let's take a listen to 30 Minutes Left. jazz in the score you guys are listening to new year's event 30 minutes left it's so good we'll talk a little bit about your thoughts on this track maybe uh how it's taking some ideas from the the one hour left and changing it up just what do you think about this i love everything about it again it has that uh its roots in black american music you know jazz yeah, and for soul sure. and funk and yet but it has this like very sweet 70s kind of television innocent sesame street feels like kids music it. yeah it's it's so fantastic how they how they nailed that melodically it, and harmonically it's kind of like nintendo but explored it, that great thing of exploring the pastiche to its roots and kind of executing on that in a really faithful way so it sort of yeah. moves the the um the musical genre of the series 
forward a little bit by getting a little bit more authentic in some of its stylistic choices. We have some great harmony here, just gorgeous chords, uh, these wonderful jazzy extensions, surprising moments of, you know, tritone substitutions, or we get these wonderful string of sort of circle of fifth slash chords, you know, the kind of chord constructions where you have the uh, fourth in the bass and then moving to another chord with the fourth in the bass and obscuring all these tonalities. And it's, you know, they're, they're sounds that are very colorful and definitely evoke a lot of, you know, jazzy musical genres. So they wouldn't be appropriate choices in a lot of contexts. But what's so fun about Animal Crossing music and a lot of Nintendo music is it totally embraces those old cliches because the music and the context of the music is being used for something new. Couldn't agree more. And I have to give one little shout out here. There's some great New Year's music that we actually didn't have time for today. I know, right? We are, we're playing multiple and we still, there's still some great stuff we had to cut. So one that I really loved was uh, New Year's Eve Midnight. So do yourself a favor, everyone, and check that track out if you haven't heard that yet. But with that said, let's move on to New Year's Eve 2 a.m., which is also very jazzy, a little more relaxing. Here we go. As smooth as butter here. This is New Year's Eve, 2 a.m. Those voicings just to die for. This is legitimate jazz music. I wonder if they brought in a jazz player to kind of do this arrangement um, and performance because it's just like... It's really, really good. <laughs> also, I don't know these composers. You know, Naoto Kubo it's went true. to Berkeley. One of them could have just been possible. This that that is true. Yes. Uh, yeah. I so mean, he that, clearly has a jazz the, history. The level of talent here. What I love about some of those voicings, particularly when it's in the piano, is they sound mm. like you know sax choir voicings, or they sound like a full brass section or yeah. string section jazz very harmony, lush. like very intricately composed, and it's that sound of every note in the melody is resulting in you know the voice leading movement of all of the supporting harmonic voices, and it's that great sort of jazz chorale sound that you know yeah. I think a lot of us are familiar with in old standards, but I think it's spicy and beautiful it's rare to hear that kind of old school craftsmanship uh demonstrated (laughs) in a modern composition especially for this sort of like 
I don't want to say throwaway track in a game, but it's like composed to sound like background elevator kind of music. Hmm. It's it's pretty amazing. I'm yeah, I just I'm so impressed with uh everyone who worked on this game. I think there's just such a sense of fun, creativity, love, a, a love for the series, a love for the the musical values of this company. Yeah. I mean, it's like New Horizons is uh, it's a celebration of Nintendo, and I think that's why this is the perfect episode for us to kick off. I agree. This it's, month, it's cool. I mean, I love hearing that. It's clear you're having such a good time. Usually, I have to ask that, but I don't even have to ask that today. I know that you're having a blast with this music. All right, the last thing, other than our playout, and stick around for that because it's really fun, is Bunny Day with Zipper T Bunny. <laughs> Here we go. You guys are listening to Bunny Day with Zipper T Bunny, which is kind of an Easter timed event uh, <laughs> in the, the world of Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's a really strong piece of music and the perfect last thing other than our play out. I mean, it's just what an abundance of outstanding music on this playlist. I'm really happy with the choices. Uh, this is an outstanding playlist here. There's some great music we didn't have time for. It's a really, really big soundtrack. Um, so if you haven't heard the rest of it, definitely check it out. And Will, I think there's some other tracks that you'd really enjoy on it as well. But man, this is such a great, strong way to start off this month. Absolutely. It's a great time to be a Nintendo fan. And honestly... I'm jealous of kids growing up, uh, Nintendo <laughs> kid. I don't want to say I'm jealous of kids growing up now. Cause you know, with the COVID pandemic and everything, there's, there's lots yeah. to not be envious about, but one of the yeah. really cool things is they're living through one of Nintendo's high points, um, in the history of their company. Uh, not only with all the exceptional titles coming out, but just how popular the switch is. And that popularity means that more money uh, becomes allocated well, to some of these projects that you know so many of us have been hungry for for a long time, and it's great to see these flagship, uh, you know, franchise titles being done so well in ways that really satisfy both newcomers and longstanding fans of their respective series. I think this Animal Crossing game 
um, is, is one that I think I will always remember and associate with the time in which it came out. But I think it was this beautiful healing sort of gift that Nintendo gave a lot of people as kind of this escape from all of the... It was just what the doctor ordered, absolutely. And it's still a fun game. I mean, I know a lot of you are still playing. Joe's still playing this very frequently, so I'm still hearing this great music throughout our house. We're going to play you guys out with Time Minigame, Timer Set. And one more time, uh, let's give a shout-out to the wonderful composers that worked on this game. Uh, We have Yasuaki Iwata, Yumi Takahashi, Shinobu Nagata, Sayaki Doi, as well as Masato Ohashi outstanding job hats off to those composers uh yeah i think that's about it we are excited for the rest of this month yeah i couldn't be more thrilled let's keep the good times going woohoo thanks so much for listening my name is carl brueggemann and i'm will brueggemann have a great week everybody peace out (laughs) 